that's always the worst, isn't it? When um, you you know that they're asleep, but you know they're not fully asleep yet, but you you've got to get away for something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you just just weighing that up. I think I did that on. They did. I did that. Did it the other day when the football was on, and I was trying to get mine down. Oh yeah. And it was like, I had my phone with me on the bed and I was kept looking and it was like quarter to eight. I'm thinking 15 minutes, he's got to be asleep in 15 minutes. <laughs> it was like three minutes two, and then he was asleep and I can manage to sneak off just in time for kickoff. But yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. It's late on Christmas Eve. They should be asleep, but they're lying awake watching Home Alone. Waiting for the snow to fall, the Christmas to call. There's food out in the garden for reindeer. It sparkles in the night and lets them know that we're home with a head full of hopes and dreams. Here on Christmas Eve, Santa's not far away. So, anyway, I've had to uh, crack a beer because finished work and we went and did the food shop and took the kids with us and pff, tell you what oh <laughs> nightmare oh <laughs> nightmare and that's not even like the christmas food shop yeah that's just a you know regular weekly like yeah 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 it's one of those in it you always think like oh yeah we'll just take them they'll be fine and then you're like five minutes in you're like oh no bad idea <laughs> it starts off okay what but- is your- play that game of like, oh, you can help us put stuff in the trolley and take it in turns yeah. and all that. But then they start arguing and fighting over whose yeah. turn it is. And then it just turns into chaos. So the, yeah. the little one was crawling around the aisles. <laughs> I was just like, could, I didn't care enough to pick him up, really. I knew that. Yeah. One. You know, when you're going to pick him up and they scream and you think, everyone's mm. going to look at me then. So I just, ca- just kind of left him and just, then he, then he got up and followed us. So in the end, it was okay. <laughs> um. Teddy went from a stage of doing this thing. He was a bit of a nightmare for that when he was little. He was sort of like, well, he would have been two or three, I suppose. But like, I remember I was like, just like, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm just going to take him to the car, leave left Catherine in the shop. And as I like put him under my arm, he just started screaming, I don't know who you are. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, so he's he's... just like, I, he's, he's mine. He's definitely mine. <laughs> Yeah, you just got to underarm them sometimes, aren't you? Just carry them out. That's it. Legs kicking yeah. about, yeah. Right, should we jump into a Christmas episode? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's I, do it. I'm just I, I, up my card again. I could have asked you that in September, and you probably would have been ready then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably would have been up for it. <laughs> I, I, I do like to get across that although I do love the season and I do kind of go early, I'm not one of those freaks who sort of has Christmas dinner every day of the year and you know and all that. I just like, really like Christmas music, really like Christmas films and yeah. yeah. So when we go, we go big, which is all right, I think. Yeah, yeah. It would lose its shine if you had Christmas dinner every day. I mean, I don't even want Christmas dinner in December because it spoils it. You know, when people go out on a works Christmas mm. do and they have a yeah, Christmas yeah, meal. Yeah. I don't want a Christmas menu in oh, December. Yeah. yeah. No, anyway. Absolutely right. not. Let's, let me tear us up before we spoil everything. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about everything before I've even introduced you. Yeah. 
Um, welcome back to the Talking Dad podcast and the Christmas episode for this year. And we've finally got around to it because last year I think I was ill and we got to cancel and it didn't happen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So for this year's Christmas episode, Sam Jones is with us from the Sam Jones Christmas special. Hello. How are you doing, mate? Good. Good. We're just uh, chatting about general dad stuff and started getting into Christmas already. So um, we may as well just kick off straight from there, haven't we? What's um, What's been getting ready for Christmas with the kids and everything? Are you in full swing of it now or um, slowly I'm warming sure up? We're quite full swing. Um, I saw a tweet of yours earlier about how trying to like manage the the excitement. And I think we're sort of, we're, we're into it, you know, the, the, the calendars are out, the decks are up, but we're not like really going for it yet. We've got a trip out on Saturday, okay. um, which would be, which would be nice. That's like a little Christmassy trip. We go to like a, a garden centre has got like a light trail and stuff. And uh, we're all, we're going with like a lot of his cousins, or a lot of the kids' cousins and stuff. Um which would be great. And I think after that is my birthday, first half of next week. So I think once my birthday's out of the way, I think it's on, like properly on. Like now, I'm kind of like, if people want to do Christmas stuff, we'll talk about, yeah, obviously, yeah, it's on. We're, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I think next next week we'll really, because then we've only got a few days left at school, we've only got a few days left at work. And then, yeah, it, it does feel like we're perhaps get a little bit slower getting into it this year. But I'm, I am a little bit like yourself, you say, like trying to manage that, that excitement, just let them, you know, because they still got to get to school, haven't they, <laughs> at the minute? Exactly, yeah. I get labelled as the Grinch and um, Scrooge sometimes, but mm. it's it's not necessarily that. It's just that <laughs> I know how excitable they are. And if we just go, go, go and excitement and screaming and sweets and chocolate and, mm. you know, Santa's going to be here every bloody day of December, then by the time you actually get to Christmas Day, it's like all that excitement and now I'm ready for this absolutely amazing thing and it's never going to live up to it. Is yeah. It? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, no. And that is that is the pressure, isn't it? You know, but I, I think that, I don't think they need it. I think like Christmas is... Christmas, like, you know, I don't think they need that much, like, intentional revving, if you see what I mean. I think just, like, yes, they naturally see stuff and, like, you know, the tree goes up and, yeah, wicked, they're excited. The elf comes and stuff and it just naturally kind of... Yeah. And that's not the part that I'm sort of moaning about because we like to do things as a family like that. So I'm sat next to my tree now. So... We do, we've done it. And I said to my wife, I said, like, as of the 1st of December, fine, I'm letting Christmas in. We can do it. I'm not going to resist yeah. it. We'll just do it. But it's when, like, we do it and then every other friends and like, the grandparents and everyone they see is going on about it. And then the school start going on. And you just, like, all of a sudden it just yeah. sort of becomes massive, doesn't it? And you're like, they're just wired for it. It and, does. I thought they were a bit miserable to begin with the first year at the school when Teddy's first year, um, because they said, Teddy came home and he said, we're not allowed to talk about Christmas at school. I was like, what? But it then transpired that they weren't allowed to talk about Christmas before the 1st of December at school. Okay, right. And I was like, oh. But, all right, yeah, I get it. And I'd imagine being a teacher, dealing with 25 
excitable kids from yeah. like sort of September when they come back is probably quite a lot. They sometimes create that for themselves, don't they? Because one minute they'll say, well, we can't have 30 excitable kids talking about Christmas all day, but then they'll do a Christmas film night in the middle of the week. And he's like, well, yes, yeah. you can't control that then, can you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've got, um, they're doing this Rudolph run tomorrow, which is like, they're allowed to wear Christmas jumpers and like, it's going to be so muddy, <laughs> but you know, that'll be, that'll be good. But like, yeah, they do, they do their fair share of revving, I think, once, yeah. they, once it gets going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, which is fine. I think, like, I've always imagined that um, this half term, sort of from, like, October half term, must be the best, the best time to be at school when you're a kid. And also, it's got to be pretty good for the teachers because, like, all right, the kids are probably a bit wired, but then equally, like, oh, just, I don't mind, you know, just learning songs and, like, yeah, you haven't got that you know, much to do. Learning, learning plays, and no, that's it. And that last week, it's oh, come on, then. Well, you know, Phil. Well, at least, at least that's how I remember it. However, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's nearly thirty years since I was at primary school. But my seven-year-old went to his film night last night, so he, I think, he watched Home Alone two um, with some of his mates, and uh, oh, bit, nice. They're going on the pantomime trip next week. And then I imagine the week oh, after yes. that. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the week after that because they'll be finishing that week. There won't be much, much else they'll be doing. It would be games and no Christmas show or whatever they're doing, and that'll be about it. I wish I could just sit and watch Christmas films yeah. for the next two weeks before I finish. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right, wouldn't it? I'd take that. <laughs> um, although I did, I did have a slightly extended lunch break yesterday um to watch home alone in its entirety nice um but that was for a rival podcast so uh oh yes <laughs> but that was good um <laughs> i enjoyed that um but yeah like looking at the calendar and it's just kind of like right okay well from about oh, i don't know really some like early uh probably late november you look at the calendar and you're like right okay well we have no time yeah, like definitely. the weekends, you know, get so, and I'm not, I'm not complaining, you know, it could be a lot worse, you could have nothing to do, but like, you know, saying that, like, me trying to keep that, maintaining that excitement, you know, it's quite tricky because, like, you've got, like, okay, we're here with, like you say, you know, we're here with Nana and Grandpa on this day, and then we're here with your other cousins this day, and then Daddy's doing something silly on that day, and then it's Christmas Eve, and you're like, oh shit, but uh, you know, where's that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, and you end up trying to, like, the last year we went, the day they finished school, we went to the cinema. We went to, like, a little independent cinema in Hereford and watched Muppets Christmas Carol, and it was lovely. Um, but then that's a midweek thing, and, you know, it's kind of, you almost end up trying to squeeze stuff in, don't you? Which yeah. is great, because, you know, it's once a year, and, like, um, oh, yeah. but it is, it is a challenge, that, that, keeping that, because I'm happy for him to be excited. You know, it's great. I don't, you know, I'm excited. But there is that level of like, okay, don't go too soon. Hold your horses. Well, I think we're at that that we're at that point now. We got to like the beginning. We had a a couple of quiet weekends towards the end of November. And I probably didn't take as much advantage of them as I should have done. And then 
Now yeah. for December at weekend, we've got something on every weekend on each day and we're just mm. not, there's no time to do anything else. And I, I like to plan a couple, usually most years, I'd like to plan a couple of weekends early December where I can do a few bits, a few jobs around the house or whatever it is that needs doing. Yeah. 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 Got stuff around the house. I want to do a plan to do. I bought to, stuff to do and they've ended up in the garage and I've not got around to it. I say, I'll get that done because you invite family around at Christmas and you think, I need to do that before they come around yeah. again. And I just haven't got around to it. And now I've got something, <laughs> not, something on every weekend. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm probably not going to get around to doing it anyway. So I don't even know why I, I sort of put the pressure on myself to do it. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. I like the, it's generally for me, it's, I suppose it's like, not Christmas Eve, because that's too late, because I, I, I do try and get organised and stuff like shopping and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. My wife does the wrapping, to be fair. Um, I, I, But I like it when you get to that point where you're just like, well, I can't do it. I can't do anything. Yeah. It's done. Everything that I can possibly do is done. If it's not done, it ain't getting done. No. So I'm just going to put my... Do you know what I mean? You get a bit like that at work around you. Do you know what I mean? You get to that point where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to leave that till the new year. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's sort of, I know it's still two and a half weeks, three weeks to Christmas, but you get that vibe, don't you? Where you're just like, oh, do you know what? That's that, that'll keep. And I get get to that point sometimes with, like, I think, oh, I want to get this done or I want to do that. And then I just think, oh, it's not going to happen. Don't no. worry about it. No. You know, sort of thing. This This past week, I've I've struggled to get my head into into work. I've, I've I've almost been on Christmas countdown already, and I'm like, I can't allow that to happen because I've got stuff to do, and I've got another two weeks. I can't do that, <laughs> but I just feel, <laughs> just feel like I could really do with it now. Just if Christmas was next week, I'd be very happy work wise. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's even little things. Like I didn't get a chance to put an outside socket at the front of the house in the summer, which has always been my plan. Right. Yeah. And then. Obviously, that gets forgotten about. And then I come to put the lights up at the front, and my wife's bought some new decorations and stuff that need plugging in. And now I need that yeah. outside socket, and I haven't done it yet. And now it's sat on over there in the kitchen side because I've been planning to do it all week. But then when I finish work, it's dark. So I can't. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying maybe Saturday morning, but we're supposed to be going to farm ourselves on <laughs> Saturday morning to see the reindeer and, and stuff. So, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's not gonna happen, is it? I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. All I've got to do is drill a hole and put take a plug off and put a wire through. You know, yeah. In theory, that's all day for me though. I'm not, it, I'm not very practical. <laughs> in theory, it's a twenty minute job, but it'll probably be an hour and a half while the kids are running about mm. nicking, nicking me tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed the other day. I've got some lights across the front of the house and uh, put them up in the daylight. Oh yeah, they're working. Nice, nice. And I went out, what the dog come back, it was dark. I was like, oh, there's one bulb out. And I was like, ah, and I'm not <laughs> that way. My, that, I can't do stuff like that. So I'm just, just it's just one bulb. It's fine. It's fine. I can deal with it. Yeah. You haven't got a Christmas loving neighbor yeah, or anything, you know, like, like in the films, the competition. No, 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 no. Um, they've got a very nice wreath on their door next door. And I, we've got fairly new neighbors. And, they're, they're really nice. And I did wonder if, because uh, we sort of share a frontage, and I did wonder, hmm, would they let me put my lights all the way across rather than like stopping them at, at half yeah. way? Um, 
but I haven't worked up the courage to ask him yet because it's kind of, kind of hard for him to say no, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit awkward, <laughs> isn't it? You yeah. know what I mean? It, yeah, yeah. Right, let's jump into this year's Christmas single then. I've had a couple of listens. Um, yeah. What's what the... I like it, and I wanted to say that, for me, it feels like it's a... Um, it's your punk, punk Christmas song. Vocally, I think right, it's, like okay. a, it's like an Angry Barrels uh, does Christmas. Do you know what I mean? It's... yeah 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 your other christmas songs feel like you've you've specifically written and tried to do a christmas song try to sing Mm. a christmas song whereas this i think you've made a christmas song fit you and uh vocally i think it comes across more of a punk version is that was that the plan was that the plan not entirely um i wanted this one to be like more of a like a rock and roller Hmm. um which i think it is and there were a couple of points where we were recording it, and like we go to the same guy who records the barrels and records the Christmas stuff, and he was like, "I think you've got the wrong band today, a little bit, mate." <laughs> you know, and there was a couple of bits. He was like, "You can't, you, you you can't do this song like that," and he was like, "So there's there were a few bits where I've had to like take take words out of lines of the because like right. fit it all in, but he was like, it, it's too." Two barrelsy almost okay. is what, what we were getting at. So we obviously haven't taken all of that out because it's it is like a it is more more on the the rockier side, isn't it? This one. Yeah, I like it. I think it's um, I think it suits you. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, nice. Um, so what was the, it, it, the yeah? What was the idea? What, what why did you write this one? So I'm kind of not stuck in it now because stuck's the wrong word because I love doing it. But like, I'm not sure where my exit point is now, if you know what I mean, because I like doing it and it's kind of like, I still think they're good. If you know what I mean? Like this, I think all, all, so this was the fifth one that we've done and I'm still, I still think they're all good songs. It's not like I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell, this is, this isn't good. You know? And I think, I think once I get to the point where I'm like, this isn't, this these aren't very good anymore. I'll stop for a bit. I think yeah. I've got. I said last year. I think I've got one more in me, yeah. which was Hey Santa, which I'm really pleased with. And I have started tinkering on that ne- on something for next year. Okay. So I think possibly one more. I don't know. Um, but this one, so. Um, so it's 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 hey Santa and like the idea of the sort of song is it's kind of like Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and that kind of like that excitement beforehand. So and it it's sounds a bit cheesy, but the reason that I, I started doing the Christmas songs really was because like I can't really share the barrels with my kids. Because obviously it's disgusting language. You know, I'm a, <laughs> it's it's terrible. I'm a dad of you know, I'm a dad of two. I'm nearly forty. I shouldn't be singing songs like this. Um, <laughs> so I can't really share it with the kids that much. They know I'm in a band. My son says to me, um, "Can I not listen to your band because there's too many swear words?" I'm like, "Yes, that's exactly why." <laughs> um, so it's kind of nice to they they come and do it and they come and sing and like I take bits out of sort of um, like the conversations that we have and like the, the the first bit I had written for the song was the 
the first part of the first verse is it's late on Christmas Eve. Uh, watching Home Alone, waiting for the snow to fall. And a couple of Christmases ago, that was how we spent Christmas Eve. We were like, Teddy wouldn't go to sleep because um, he was wired, obviously. It's Christmas Eve. He was excited. He's yeah. he was five or six. And we lay in my and Catherine's bed with him, watching Home Alone. And he eventually started to drift off. And I was like, come on, kids. Santa's going to be here. So you've got to go to bed. You know, and that was kind of the in, the end for that in for that song, and then yeah, so it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that feeling of excitement on on Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas, then Christmas Day again is something that Elsie said. She was like, "He hasn't left me any coal," um, you know, which is really sweet. And again, it's that kind of like that, you know, that feeling of when when, when you head downstairs, you're like, "Has he been?" We know what's going on, that sort of thing. And then there's a little bit of kind of. Um, I often wonder if the, the, the kids thinking about what Santa does. So like the, so the chorus is like, does he, how does he get home? Does he, you know, does he do the reindeer know where to go? Obviously they know where our house is, but they don't have to get home. And like, yeah. like who puts up his tree? Who puts up Father Christmas's tree? And that's like the sort of thoughts that you can imagine like kids have, you know, and, and then goes on into the, like the middle part of the song where it kind of almost switches the Santa's response almost. That's kind of how I saw it. And he's saying, like, well, yeah, you know, the magic of Christmas lights the stars up and we follow him home and Mrs. Claus puts the tree up while I'm out working sort of thing. It's quite, a, you know, it's almost like working class dad Santa in a way, isn't it? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Santa goes out, delivers the parcels. Mrs. Claus is at home putting the tree up and they get back and then they have their Christmas sort of thing. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it, that, that's the idea of the song. Um, but really, it's just, it's just... A nice excuse to do like share that part of my life with the kids and like my the like the rest of my family because like they're not interested in the barrels at all. I don't blame you know, it's not their bag. It's fine, um, but you know I get to get to record music with like my mum and dad and stuff and like which is something that I never thought I'd do. And like Kath's nan to my wife's nan, she's like eighty six and. Hits the sort of like October, and she'll say to me, "We recorded a song this year." And she's, you know, she's like, you, you know, you get a, you get to a certain point in your life, and you maybe start to think there might not be that many new experiences. And the fact that we've been able to to sort of share that with her, and she's like, "Oh, I never thought I'd do this," and that's really cool. Yeah. And like, if you really want it, if you really want me to get hallmarky, is that not, you know, Christmas sharing things? with people and you know god i got into that a bit there mate sorry <laughs> that's exactly what i wanted you to say that's good <laughs> but that is it that is like they're good fun songs and i love writing them um and it does annoy my wife terribly because what i try and do now that i'm into like the flow of it is so we generally will we'll record the single in like october time so we always wait yeah yeah october so like the kids go back to school in the September, then stop. But then when I'm getting into like the promo and stuff to, uh, and releasing this year's, I'm just, and it's Christmas and I start to think a bit like, okay, what can I, you know, cause it, so you're listening to the music and it's kind of giving you a few ideas. And, but there are times it'll be like May and like Catherine will walk in and I'm trying to work out Christmas lyrics. And she's like, <laughs> just, just go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
far too early. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like when I say say this to people, and they're like, oh God. And like it sounds weird, but it's not like I'm it's like 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sat in there in May thinking I'm gonna put the decks up. Do you know what I mean? Like uh yeah, I was just gonna say, so it's yeah, just it's just like, like a a fleeting thought of inspiration and you think I've got to note that down, otherwise I'll forget that by October. And it's it's not as if you're Yeah, that's um, exactly it. Sat with a cup of tea and a mince pie in May, writing Christmas songs, <laughs> just writing and writing and writing. No, no, no. Like, I, I'll just be like tinkering on the guitar and then, like, think, oh, that sounds nice. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, uh, right. Yeah, all right. I know what that's for. Shell, yeah. shell, that. Because a lot of the time with the songs I write, nice isn't really what you're going for. So if I hit find something that's like, oh, yeah, no, that does sound nice. It's generally where it goes. Yeah, Christmas. Put it on the Christmas pile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that we're thinking of doing is so this is our fifth single. So next year will be like the fifth anniversary of the first one. If that makes sense. And yeah. trying to decide whether or not to do like a re-record of the very first one that we did. Okay. Just the sort of like uh, we're a bit better at the recording process now, and we sort of. I think we could perhaps do a slightly better job of it, but then also like redo the video. So yeah. like the video for the first one is like people sitting on their sofas with their Christmas messages and stuff. And I'll be honest, part of me thinks oh, that'd be really nice because like, um, like my kids were really little when we did it the first time. Like Elsie was a baby, Ted's was a bit older, and like my sister-in-law's had a baby, and she, you know that sort of thing. I think, oh, that'd be really nice. But then, to be honest, also been a divorce in the family <laughs> and oh. there been a couple of deaths. So you start to think, oh, actually, is this just going to be a bit iffy? I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. You don't want it to be depressing, obviously, you know. No. Um, but yeah, there's one. So like Kat's mum and dad are in the first video and they're sat on their sofa with their two dogs and both the dogs have died in the in the meantime. So that might be a bit of a downer. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's something there, I think, just to kind of, you know, because five years is a significant amount of time, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. And um, I, well, I think you probably all the all the nice parts and the fun bits and the rewarding bits probably outweigh the more sad parts that might come through. Yes. And, and with yeah. some with some nice video editing depending on who's doing your video, mm. you could maybe merge some of that older stuff into the newer stuff and, you know, be a bit creative with it. And it might yeah. not feel as, oh, that was then, this is now, and mm. look at what, you know what I mean? Look what's missing this time. You could yeah. play, about, play about with it a little bit, maybe. Mm. Might have to be a bit sensitive around certain things, but, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. Time passes, doesn't it? The, I mean, the, the chances of... it that, yeah, That's exactly it. Like, we... Um... So generally what we do with it, um, if you just indulge me for a minute, is like so we do the video and like we'll get everyone round, get everyone round to someone's house, and we'll all watch the video together, the new video, and then what we will then do is, is go back and watch them all. And so Catherine's sister got divorced recently, um, and we were watching the the sort of her ex-husband and their youngest are in the video for the first song and we put it on and as it was playing i was like oh my god i'm you know when you can almost like that that car crash moment where you can see it happening 
and like the daughter was in the house, like Kath's sister, and I was like, oh shit, it's gonna. And then it happened, and you know, when it, it's it's like five seconds, but it felt like ten minutes, and you're just like, that was like the first Christmas after the divorce. Just like, oh god, yeah. this is terrible. Um, but yeah, so it might it might be one that if I were to do it, you, you might have to sort of forewarn a little bit that yeah, yeah, you know, it's gonna be a weeper. but yeah that that's nice and it also um it'd be nice to do and i have got to work out the timings of it but we've often talked about doing putting them all onto a vinyl yeah which would be really cool because i'd have enough songs for an an album quote unquote if you see what i mean would be you know it'd be both to do two two more songs and then a re sort of jig of the original one I'd have 12 songs. Yeah, 12 songs is an album, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, and it'd be really cool to have a vinyl. I've got, you know, CDs and stuff are cool, but a vinyl's a vinyl, isn't it? It's like, I've ne- don't have any, you know, nothing I've ever written or performed, you know, never done that. And I think this might be the project that deserves it. Yeah, that sounds like it. It sounds about right. You know, you could, um, it could be one of your Christmas decorations, couldn't it? Come out, Come out every year. Yeah, exactly. Part of the decorations, obviously, something to pass down to the kids and all that mm. kind of stuff in the future. Yeah, I like the idea behind that. It's a bit of sentiment mm. and at Christmas time. That's it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's enough about me. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit. I'm doing my best podding here. Okay. We had a few top threes, didn't we, that we wanted to get into? We did. Which we can do now, if you want. Absolutely. Do you want me to ask you what yours are and I can feed off you or do you want to do it the other way around? <laughs> yeah. So we, we talked films. Don't mind, really. I'm easy. So we did, what was it? We said film, songs and oh, presents. Was... Yes. Do you know what? I forgot about that. I didn't put that on my list, mm. but I did. I text you that. Um, yes, we'll do that. So what I was going to do, though, we'll do this. Um, we'll do the songs first because that yeah. that's an easy top three list uh, yeah. in, in theory. And then we'll do the films, and I've got a couple of categories that we'll think about around that as oh, well. Okay, yeah, nice, nice, um, yeah. Not as good as the podger did last night, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I dare say some, some similar themes. Top three Christmas songs, what would you say were you in your top three list? Would you need long to think about that, or could you easy I can to... get a top a top two easily i've got okay. two that are definitely my favorites um and then a third that to be honest the list that i've got down here the third one i've got in mainly to annoy my brother because i'm sure he'll listen to this and it'll be you know i'm sure i'll get a text i would hope so um, yeah. so my favorite christmas <laughs> yeah um so my these are my top two. I don't know if they're one, then two, but like Darling Love, um, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Yeah. Great Love song. that song. The Phil Office, Phil Spector. It's a mate, and it's just like um it's just a great song, and it's in, in a few different films, and it's just it's just so it's such a good song, it's such a good album. Um and then the other one is all Alone at Christmas from Home Alone 2, which again is yeah. Darling Love. And like, it's one of those where I think about it. And I'm, I'm like, 
she must, she's too, like, I don't really know any other Darling Love songs, but like, I hear those two songs every year and I'm like, she must have a back catalogue here because she's got such an amazing voice. And obviously she's from that sort of, that kind of era of, of great singers, you know, and I'm like, I need to, I need to delve deeper here. Um, and like All Alone at Christmas is like, like it's like worlds collide because like, I love Darling Love. I think she's like one of my, and you know, I, I have heard other stuff of hers, but pretty much based on those two songs, she's one of my favorite female vocalists. I think she's got an incredible voice. Um, and then it's the E Street Band. And, you know, I love the E Street Band. I love, you know, Springsteen. And then it's a Christmas song, which I love. And then it's Home Alone 2, which is a great film. And it's just like, here you go, Sam. It's all the all these things that you like. I'm gonna push them together and give them to you. Yeah. And like it's and it's such a great song as well. Yeah. Um, so they would probably be my top two. I was just gonna say, yeah, the uh Darlene Love is like her name only enters my brain in relation to Christmas songs. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, well, wasn't she in a film? Um was she yeah, she's in, she is in Lethal Weapon. That's what I was thinking, I which think. is which is an unofficial Christmas song, a Christmas film. And yes. Yeah, that's it. She plays uh, Murtagh's wife, doesn't she? That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that a couple of years ago when I was like, I re- I'll remember that. And then clearly I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, plays Trish Murtagh in... And the first one's set at Christmas, um, isn't it? I said that to my wife last time we watched it. It is. I think we we were going through a bit of a eighties film nostalgia or something, and we were like, um, "Was it eighties or early nineties? And we were just like, "Let's put an old old film, an old action film. You know what you're going to get with it, type of thing." It was during summer. Yeah. And we stuck it on, and it started, and I was like, "This is a Christmas film. We should watch it in December." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Again, this this did come up. Last last night, yeah, um, we were talking about Christmas film. Well, films that aren't Christmas films would make you feel Christmassy, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. Um, and this, could, did, this did come up. That could go on that list, couldn't it? You may as well give him a shout out. We'll shout Aaron out and yeah, uh, Last Jedi and the Left Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen to this one first. I'll finish listening to this one. Yeah, 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 um, don't, yeah. Don't, don't and worry. then <laughs> don't go now. Um, <laughs> So then my third pick that I've, I've written down here, which probably isn't my third favourite Christmas song, but I do love it. And I think it's really, really good. Um, is, is Coldplay's Christmas Lights. Oh, really? And I know it's Coldplay and... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, it's an amazing song. And like his, I think Chris Martin's vocal performance on it's really good. In a sense that it's not that good, if you see what I mean. He kind of like toes that line between he, you know, obviously is a very accomplished singer, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just there's that, that feel of almost pub singer, not 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 like Vic Reeves pub singer, but like he's sort of sat at the piano in a pub and he's just having a sing song. That's you know, and yes. I, I think it's I think it's a really good song. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Whether in. It's my third, I don't know, but that, that's that's what comes to mind. That was in. Um, we went at the weekend, just gone to um, Anissa nephew's Christmas show, 
and um with like the local choir group and stuff um yeah and that and that was one of the songs that was one of the solos that somebody did um uh, okay probably preferred his version than uh, the original to be honest but um (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah and and the guy come on before and did a bit of a talk and he was like we're fitting a a few different songs in this year we're we're combining sort of songs from film um obviously classic um carols as well as um music from the charts and also sort of advertisement music and all that. He said, we've combined a lot. And then, um, he said, this song is a, is about breakups and about relationships ending. And, uh, and then he went off and <laughs> sang this song. It was like, all right. Yeah. That fits. Whatever. Fair enough. Um, um, yeah, a good list. And I've just written like another two down that potentially could take that third spot. So I think I've got two that are fairly nailed on. And then the third spot could change on any given day that you ask me, I think. Yeah. What you got? Hit me. Um, So I've got my my number one, and it's very topical. um, Pogue's Fairy Tale in New York. I'd just say. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's got to be it's a good enough song that it shouldn't be restricted to six weeks of the year. Absolutely. It's how I feel about that song. And I think it's an untraditional um, Christmas song in terms of, I think it covers a lot of aspects and elements of Christmas that isn't just the look how shiny and nice Christmas is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I like about it. It's re- It feels more, It's it's real. It's a real song. Yeah, and I think um, I often talk about like songs I wish I'd written or or um, bits parts of songs, and that um, got on a lucky one came in fifteen to one is is magic. It's it's such a good line that whole like that whole intro verse where he's sort of drawling away at is 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 great, and like it's one of those, and hearing it now will make it even more poignant. Yes, so I had to put that at the top of my list. Mm. And um and then I had Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Oh uh, yeah, classic. Yeah. It, that just it's just happy that one. Mm. Um Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. And then for for, for like third spot, I, it could be it could be anything. It could be any of them. Mm. Um any that takes me on that particular day, but um I've put it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, because it's quite nice. Um, yeah, and that's from Home Alone, no, no, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is it all? It's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street as well, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah. I think it is. But yes, um, it is in. And then but, yeah, like have yourself a merry little Christmas as well. Is it the end of Home Alone? Isn't it? Which is yeah. a stunning song. Yeah. That's another one that I sort of hear, and you're like, because I forget who it's by, which is bad. But there's, I think the original's by a female artist, um, whose name I can't remember, which is bad. Because um, everyone, it's the Sinatra version. Yes, everyone um, remembers. That's the, that's um, the thing with a lot of these older Christmas songs. They've been covered and redone so many times. It's hard to sort of sometimes pinpoint who was the actual original. Yes. 
Oh, actually, you should definitely have known this. Um, it's actually Judy Garland. Oh. Um, and it's from Meet Me in St. Louis, which I knew, but I didn't know it was Judy Garland, to be honest. You said about the Pogues, it, it kind of brings out some of the, the, the slightly, you know, not everything being so shiny at Christmas and that. And I'm sure I've got a memory that I've read somewhere that one of the original lines in it is, have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be your last, which right. is kind of like, okay, yeah, fair, fair. But I don't think that goes into the Sinatra version. Right. Um, but I think there's something quite nice about those slightly more melancholic Christmas songs, like yeah. um, especially, you know, when the crooners get a hold of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. um, that even like, um, like yeah, there's some ver- like amazing versions of like Blue Christmas and Silver Bells and stuff like that that are just like I do it, like it's Blue a- Christmas. Yeah, and and <laughs> all all the coloured Christmases, but White Christmas as well. Yeah. Like uh, there's that version that he does, Bing Crosby does at the start of the film, where it's just just him singing, you know, it's, it's the army scene. Yeah, and like what a voice, like what yeah. an incredible voice, and like. We often, yeah, I don't know what it is. There's, there's something about, I don't know if it's like a technical thing, you know, like the way it was recorded, but I do think there's certain people from that kind of era and you just listen to it and like nothing sounds like that anymore. Even like, I'm not, not saying that there's no great singers. There are, you know, many, many, many multitudes of like amazing singers now, but there's just something about it that's you know I, I guess it's a song that's like white christmas it's sort of 80 years old i suppose mm. i guess would it be f- maybe not um well have yourself a merry little christmas in 1944 well yeah so yeah 90, 1942 the original was released of white christmas i believe so it's, um, it's of an era that's kind of it's it's kind of a timeless era isn't it it's it's almost like it's yeah it's the originator and you know it can be redone many times but it'll never be as good as the original sort of thing isn't it mm. yeah absolutely and yeah yeah um I, I was trying to have i was having a little when i was having to think about this earlier um i wanted to try and like because like there's so many great hits isn't there like slade's amazing like I've heard that song like a thousand times, you know. Yeah. But it's still a great song. And the same, you know, like, Wish It Could Be Christmas Every... They're all, like, amazing songs, like... But... Yeah. I think, oh, you know, there's others, isn't there? You know, you can very easily listen to a dozen Christmas songs if you have the radio on, but, you know, some yeah, there's stuff a... doesn't get played that often. And they, that's perhaps stuff that... That's it, yeah. There's a lot of stuff underneath that that, that doesn't get played as often. Mm. Um, like me and my wife have got like a sort of a mutual favorite one. And I think it's from, um, the national lampoons film and, you know, the scene where he's sat in his loft and he's like quite sad looking at the old, um, yeah. uh, videos of himself as a kid. And it's, um, Christmas is the time of year by Ray Charles. Oh uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. And, and we Wonderful. both, we both like that song. It's really good. Mm. Um, not the most upbeat and fun song, but no. It's a Christmas song. Um, and, I, you know, I could have put like someone like The Darkness it, on my list. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, like oh, a, yeah, yeah. A, a, just a gimmicky fun song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talking of Christmas Vacation, yes. Um, I love the theme song to that. That's um, that's a great song. It's that time. You know. Oh yeah, at the beginning. Who that, the intro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that, and that's quite a large part of why it's probably number one on my Christmas film list as well. Certainly in my top three. Okay, let's jump into Christmas films then. Right, I'll give you the categories, um, and it, you know it's nothing too strenuous. Yeah. Um, so top three Christmas films, and. I would say put one in the category of one you would watch with the kids as a family. Um, yeah. One that you or your wife might sit down together. Something you would prefer to watch like that with the kids out around maybe. Um, yeah. And then overall, what do you think is the best one? Right. Okay. Um, one with the kids. The kids do love Home Alone. They do love it. And that's a good one where there's there's stuff in there for the the parent do you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's yeah, yeah. like a it's kind of a kids film but it's kind of not that's yeah. good oh you know um so home, an, another one that we really got into last year we must have watched it a dozen times at least and i might i'm not exaggerating there is uh, the nativity films oh yeah so um martin freeman's in the first one and like David Tennant in the second, and they're brilliant. Um, so they would probably, even if it's just an honourable mention, but yeah, really good one watching with the kids. Um, my wife loves, and I mean loves White Christmas. Yeah. We watch that every year. Um, so I don't, not. for me, my issue with White Christmas is that the best scene is the first scene and it never gets any better. You know when he when he sings the song in the in the to the troops. That's that's as good as that film gets when he sings it on his own. The end's very good when they all sing it together. But um, um, other ones we might watch. Uh, Scrooged is good. I like Scrooged. Um, yeah, ones we would watch together, but maybe not with the kids. Um, possibly, to be fair, possibly Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Um, just because like it, there are some very funny slapsticky moments in it, but yeah, I'm not sure if the kids would particularly if they would hold their attention too much. Yeah, that's um, that. That's yeah, and I would say um, that is definitely up there with one of my favourite Christmas films, Christmas Vacation. It's so good. I I only saw that film probably. Well, I tell you, I, I know when I saw it. It was the first year. First Christmas, I was with Kath, and we went around to her mum and dad's house, and her dad loves it, and I'd never seen it before. And I sat there, and I pissed myself laughing for, like, 90 minutes. And it's such a, like, it's so silly, and it's, you know, it's Chevy Chase, and it's what you expect. Um, But, yeah, I love that film. Quite a nice, quite a fond memory, actually, that sort of sitting down with, with my father-in-law sort of thing and watching it and um that, yeah that's a great film um i think the christmas chronicles are really good for something a bit more modern um on, on the netflix ones um yeah 
And I would probably say um, the Santa Claus trilogy with Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. They're very good. Um, But yeah, no, I don't... Um, I've only seen it once, to my shame, almost. But like, I remember watching It's a Wonderful Life at the cinema a few years ago. And like, just, just cried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it, it's that that's a great film. And I'm, yeah, that's probably one we wouldn't wouldn't sit through with a kid. Well, kids wouldn't sit through it. But yeah, that's a that's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we would probably go with the kids. It's it's hard because of the age gap. So mm. my eldest has been watching Home Alone for, for well for for. Since he's been born, pretty pretty much, and he loves yeah. it, so yeah. he will watch that. The two-year-old isn't quite as up to speed with it, so maybe he wouldn't pay attention to it as much. Um, mm. But that's definitely one we would sit down and watch as a family. And then more recently, we've been watching Arthur Christmas, just because of the youngest one. It keeps his attention. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's, it's like the granddad in it is funny. Like the granddad Christmas, he's he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. And then, obviously, Christmas Chronicles in terms of family stuff. Yeah, um, our favourite one would be National Lampoons, mm-hmm. definitely overall. And then, maybe as something that we might sit down and watch. What we tend to do is in the lead up of to Christmas of December, we'll start with the Christmas films. Either we're not overly fussed about, or not you wouldn't maybe consider mm. them too Christmassy. So we wouldn't watch any of them ones I've just said until like the week of Christmas, probably. Yes. Or a, or yeah, a couple, yeah, of, yeah. couple of days before. Um, whereas something like Bad Santa or The Holiday <laughs> yeah. or something like yeah. that, Love Actually even, then me and my wife might sit down and watch that. You know what? Yes, that's a perfect watch. Yeah, that's a great film. Yeah. So um, not necessarily my top three because I've given you about nine different films. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with you. I think I I probably had more than three as well. <laughs> but um, I think you know National Lampoon's overall probably takes it, and then maybe mm. Home Alone, um, and then the rest is kind of up for debate. I think um, yeah. on our on our list. Do you remember a present from your childhood that you remember as being the big, the big gift, the best present you've ever had? And then yeah, sort of on the flip side of that, the kids' version of that, which might be more recent. Okay, yeah. Don't know if my brain just doesn't work properly anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking about stuff when I was a kid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, I, what I've tried to do is I've got some very clear memories, and they might not have been like, you know, like I never wanted a Furby, for example. Yeah. Um, probably a bit old. Um, but like then, you know, I never wanted like Tracy Island or anything like that. I don't, you know, don't remember that being a thing. Um one really odd memory that sticks out as I was being sort of I don't know, I could have been much older than eight or nine, and I had an action man helicopter for Christmas. And I adored it. And and I, I just have this memory of my granddad that like, you know, he, he was in the army and he came out of the army and he was a miner. And you know, I'm like a proper like 
proper man's man, you know. Um, and I just remember him saying to me, like, that's not what helicopters look like, basically. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, just like that's not. And I was playing with like, that's that's not how helicopters work. And, you know, <laughs> and it was just that kind of like, oh, oh OK, sort of thing, you know, <laughs> like I love my granddad to, to the end of the world, you know. But I just have that memory of that being like, oh, but that, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm eight, kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and that, that sticks out. I don't know why it sticks out, but um, yeah, I can even it's to the point where like, I can picture the room and like, yeah, the tree, and it was yeah, weird, weird sort of things that that do stick with you like that. Um, I've got a couple more that sort of um, memorable presents from for like that I I remember, and this is weird. This is really weird. But I have a distinct memory of being probably eleven, maybe twelve, and all I wanted for Christmas that year was the first at the drive-in album. <laughs> you know, as you do. Um, I don't know why. And it was it would have been like I was always into music. I might have been a bit older than eleven, to be fair. But it's something we've we've spoken about on records and bands, you know, like I'd heard one song, loved the one song. But like, and no other way of hearing it. Yeah. And I just remember getting it and being like, really, really excited by it, and like, just have that stuck in my head for some reason. Um, and then I'm gonna fast forward, then I'm gonna jump back. Um, okay. So the Christmas that um, we found out that we were expecting. So this would have been 2000 and 2015, so not that long ago. Um, Christmas Eve, I proposed to my now wife. Um, and then, so, you know, very grown up, very serious. Um, and then the next day I unwrapped a Lego Millennium Falcon from her. <laughs> um, and I always look at that as kind of like, but it was the it was the last last Christmas that I wasn't a dad. Yeah. And you know, do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I and like Catherine knew, or obviously she knew before I did that that she was pregnant. So I don't know whether there was a little bit of like, I'll get him, I'll get him that, because next year that's like just sort let, of thing. Yeah. Let him have one more um, year. One let him be a kid <laughs> one more year. <laughs> that's it, yeah, yeah. Um and the other one I remember. And I when I was thinking about this earlier, so I tried to try to work out how old I would have been, and I think I would have been eleven. I think maybe twelve. I can't remember if it was like because obviously I'm December birthday. I can't I can't remember if I was ten going on eleven. Well, just eleven or just twelve. But and this was one of those that I don't think you get now, so it doesn't feel like it. But it was impossible to get, and people were like, you know, probably like ruckus to get it. And I got Pokemon Red for the Game Boy Color yeah, for Christmas, yeah. and amazing, absolutely, and I was so happy. Um, yeah, and like I remember it being like impossible to get that you couldn't get it because I, 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 if I, I might be misremembering this slightly, but like I remember nagging and nagging my parents that I wanted it for my birthday. And I'm sure it was Christmas that I got it. 
But yeah, eventually I got my hands on it because they were like, no, we can't get it. We tried to get, and, you know, you're old enough then to like, you know, your, your parents see it like for your birth, like, like, I can't get it. It's not happening sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Shut up about it. It's sort of, sort of like, yeah. And I remember getting that and that was amazing. And like, I spent so much of like that following year, probably the following two, maybe three years, just obsessed with Pokemon. And, you know, 20 years later, I am again. <laughs> yeah. That's the good thing about Pokemon. It's come back around, hasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I, with the kids, like, um, we don't do it anymore because I fucked too many of them up, basically. We used to, I used to have this thing like, um, we bought Teddy a ride on tractor for like his second Christmas. And I, Catherine was like, that tractor needs to be built. So it's fine, I'll do it on Christmas Eve. And then I did a shocking job because I was half cut. Because, like, you know, it was taking, took, took me longer than I thought it was going to do. So I was, you know, drinking, started off drinking port and lemonade. And then, like, Catherine, like, do you want another? I was like, yeah, just, just bring the port in. I'm just going to top up my, you know, and then by the end of it, you're drinking like half pints of port. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's quite, I know that's, um, like yeah, that those early years of like the kids being little, I remember like yeah, building a, a kitchen, a toy kitchen that I like, wouldn't go together, building this tractor, and there was a third one. I can't remember what the third one was, but by the time Else wanted something big, Kath got her dad to do it. She said, "We got Else your doll's house," and I was like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to." She's like, "You're not touching the doll's house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? Um, I remember around 10 or 11, um, I think just before I went to high school, um, I got an electric guitar. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That had been on my list for a long time. I did. It was on my list before I even really knew what it was or what I was going to do with it. Um, and I think eventually my dad sort of thought, He's, he could do it now. He's big enough. He could yeah. do it now. Um, I still can't do it any justice. Um, <laughs> like, 20 something years later but um yeah that was one of my favorite men. and with, with the little amp as well nice yeah yeah um prized possession for years and years that was and then before that it, my favorite probably would have been bmx that I got. nice yeah yeah and you know going riding it up and down the street in the morning when everyone yeah. else was like getting ready to go out and visit family and everything and just do a few laps um yeah yeah they like my, my my biggest memories, I think. Um, I I did get one year, you know, it from the Home Alone films when he has that little uh, talk boy thing that records. Oh yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. I got I got one of them as a kid. Nice. I was it. It wasn't quite as good as the one in the film, but mm. it did, it did record and play back and everything. And yeah, I thought I was. Um, <laughs> I thought I was Kevin McAllister for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, because I, I hope you'll listen. Um, I remember one year, I can't, again, I forget how old I was, um, but I remember Rob came home. So Rob must have been driving because him and Rich went to Hereford. And it was back, it was long enough ago where like January sales were a thing. Yeah. You know, like, you know, not, not like, not like they are today. <laughs> um, but like, you know, 
stuff was shut, you know, yeah, between Christmas yeah, yeah. and you're all like, and I remember Rob coming home with an N64 one year from a night. That was amazing. <laughs> you know, that was like proper, proper good. And I'm sure that my, my timeline might be slightly off, but like, I'm sure that was like a between, either between Christmas and New Year or January sort of time. Yeah. And like, yeah, we just played GoldenEye forever. As you, <laughs> yeah, as you would. Um, yeah. With an N64, yeah. Um, for, the, for our kids, I think like up until probably last year, they, obviously they get they get loads of stuff, but I think last year was like my seven-year-old's most excitable sort of year. Uh, yeah, and yeah. And we got like, he got a Nintendo Switch, and nice. He was just like best present ever, and you know I, that's one that really because they get toys, don't they? But then when the birthday comes around the next year, they get more toys, and it kind of replaces the toys they got. Yes, and yeah. So things come in and out of fashion mm. with them, don't they? Um, whereas that is he's. he's still on his shelf in his room and he loves it and so i think for him yeah you know that was the sort of i think that was us almost like that's his that's his first big present and in like entering the world of technology mm. as a kid and he's like realizing he's growing up yeah. a bit and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's it is nice when you find something that sticks isn't it yeah yeah like i remember one year we bought Teddy, uh, Mario Kart Hot Wheels set, and like he loved it. He did love it, and he still loves it now when he thinks about it. But like it, it went in the drawer, to be honest. <laughs> Quite, not not quickly, but like it it was one of those that like it was worth it because you know he would have only been three, I guess, the year we got him that, maybe four, and he loved it. Uh, you know, and it was perfect because it was big and it was shiny and it was exciting. But like. Last year, maybe the year before last, time again just goes, doesn't it? Like me and Catherine got him a a WWE ring and figures and stuff, and like it's battered. He plays with it all the time, yeah. and he loves it. He lo- you know he's got like it was. It's one of those like it's almost like I got into Star Wars when I was I was a bit older, but like and like people, you know, like I've got Star Wars toys and people. Oh, they must be. They must be worth a few quid. Those no, they're not. They're absolutely worthless because they're like the faces are rubbed off them and like you've just been played with and played with and like obsessed with it. And you know, then like, you know, got into the films and I love it now. And like Ted's almost done that with the wrestling a little bit. We sort yeah. of he, he knew what the wrestling was mainly because of Rob's kids, um, being that a little bit older. Uh, but he showed a bit of interest and he sort of picked it out of the Smith's catalogue and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's one that's that's out all the time. And he like, you know, if he's if he's got ten minutes and I've said you're not don't you know, we're going, don't put the TV on, do something else, he'll go grab his wrestlers and it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Turn the whole room into like a big wrestling match and Yeah, know, that's yeah, yeah. All the older toys are getting involved, getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite Christmas tipple? Oh, now we touched on it slightly already, maybe, but it could, you know, it could be as simple as a old-fashioned cup of tea. It could be a hot chocolate, or it could be something a little bit stronger and more exciting. 
Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, right. Let me... Oh, um, I am, I know it's a bit cheesy, but I'm, I am a sucker for a Bucks Fizz of a Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, I'm not that much of a drinker, to be honest, anymore. Um, but, and I again, I'm not saying this because I know you're a fan, but winter and stipe go hand in hand for me. Yes. Um, so, like, I'll, I'll, I'll drink a lot of Guinness over the next sort of three weeks. Other other states are available, obviously. Um, other, yeah. Um, you'll have to send me a list of your favourite states. Can you do that for me? Um, I can have a good think and, about that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, my me, me and my wife discovered a thing called a mistletoe mule one year. So oh, I quite right. like I quite like a spiced rum over crisps because you can get them like vanilla-y and cinnamony, and they got that sort of. So yeah, we we discovered mistletoe mules, which were like I'm not sure what, but it basically it's spiced rum, mulled wine, cold mulled wine, topped off with ginger ale. Wow! And we got really pissed on them once. <laughs> and the the other one, um, the other one's port. Love a drop of port at Christmas. Yeah, definitely sounds like them. Um, uh, mistletoe meals will do that to you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, port at Christmas, that goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. With a bit of cheese or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about yourself? Um again, it's stout season, isn't it? And um mm. I like I like a dark beer in the winter, particularly at Christmas. And I don't mind playing about with the the flavours and, and the different types of stout, you know, some of them you can get Christmas themed ones, Christmas flavoured ones and all that kind of stuff. So I I'm quite Yeah. I like to explore them. Usually on my Christmas list is a bottle of whiskey or bourbon. So I usually get one one or two of them for Christmas, and that usually sees me through for a while. Um, Mm. You know, the type of ones that I can't justify myself buying every month or. Yes. So for a special occasion, I'll get one that's a little bit higher end, a bit more expensive, and I'll keep that in the cupboard and break it out for special occasions, that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 I had a conversation with my um, brother-in-law about red wine um, because I think I could really get into red wine because I like port and I like dry ciders and stuff Yeah. Um, and I think but my my concern is that like it might ruin my life (laughs) (laughs) you get far too into it I just just think I could really yeah that's it Um, but I might get a bottle in this Christmas and see how it'll go I, th- I think you're okay with the bottle. Yeah, one's not going to hurt, is it? It's, it's when you start ordering it by the case um, that um, thing, <laughs> thing, things have taken a turd for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me tell you, you're like this. Um, I, I can't talk Christmas drinks without mentioning my friend's tradition, which we all kind of vaguely get involved with. I didn't do it last year, but my very good friend... Um, Jake Bowington and his dad, Stuart, every year for, I don't know, it's got to be 10 years, they do the 12 drinks of Babmus. 
Okay. Right. So the aim of the 12 drinks of Bathmus is 12, se- 12 different drinks on Christmas Day. And you take a photo of yourself drinking it and you post that on your social media. And yeah, I've never completed it, but then I am a lightweight. So <laughs> that you know, sounds pretty difficult. I, I reckon, but, you know, could have upset a few people by the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> But like you could, you could in theory have like twelve different states, for example. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like one state, one lager, one cider. Wait, well, it can be if you want. That's an interesting um, day. Yeah, and um, it's quite quite cool to see sort of like, you know, like, oh the bucks fizz. Okay, that's one, and then you're sort of like picking your way through the shelf trying to yeah find appropriate drinks for different times of the day. That sounds. This sounds fun, but um, I, also I sounds dangerous. Yeah, I'd love to see it on your uh, socials because I'd imagine you'd get a pretty good ale collection in. I'm hoping to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. After this food shop we've just been out and done tonight, things are getting pretty steep, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that is true. But hopefully, yes, I'll, I'll have a good selection of some stuff to have a try out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Okay, last question for you, and then I'll let you go. Enjoy the rest of your night. It's the big question. What's your favourite part of a Christmas dinner? Oh, oh, that's tough, isn't it? Now, I think, I think it's got to be pigs in blankets, I reckon. They're high on the list, aren't they? Like... Yeah, they are. Roasters Roasters are the best part of a Sunday dinner, I think. Yes, it's got to be crispy, extra crispy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think because you only have them at Christmas, I mean, I don't, you know, that is one, you know, if I had one hard and fast rule about all the, you know, all the silly things I do about Christmas is pigs and blankets are for Christmas. Like, yeah. that is... um yeah, I would say pigs and blanket. Um, the one highlight, and possibly the only good thing about Christmas dinner on our pandemic edition three years ago, was that it was just me and Kath and our kids that really eat it. And it was, to be honest, looking back, it was quite depressing. You know, <laughs> I, mean, like, I know people had it a lot worse, and at least we had each other. And like the kids don't eat that sort of thing. So they've gone off to play, and me and Kath sort of half cut eating this lonely roast dinner together yeah but it did mean that we had to, we made like everything exactly as we wanted it and what we had we had like sprites but like with bacon and chestnuts and cream and all that and that was amazing and yeah never had it since because right. generally you were when you were with other people you just kind of you know you don't you don't kind of do your niche thing do you, you sort of cater yeah. for everybody yeah yeah um but yeah i would say though pigs and blankets yeah i think i probably have to agree with you i was going to sort of cheat and say just all the meat Mm. (laughs) whatever 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 variation of meat is on the plate that year um kind of the best thing but like you say you you know pigs and blankets yeah gotta be up there top two at least can I offer a potentially controversial Christmas opinion? Yeah. 
I I prefer the meals around Christmas more so than Christmas dinner. So like a cheese board, you know, yeah. or like like I think you mentioned it. Um, you know, when you have your English tapas, you know, yes, that sort yeah, of yeah. thing, and it's like pickled onions, gherkins, bit of cooked meat that's sort of been in the fridge a couple of days. Oh yeah, go on, I have a bit of that, and like you know, yeah. a handful of peanuts. Yeah, they're the meals around Christmas time. I mean, like, and this is disgusting, really, but I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> One of my favourite things about Christmas dinner is like you're so full you can barely breathe and you go and you sit on the sofa and then about 10 15 minutes they think i need a drink or something and you go to the kitchen and like because i'm lazy i go and do the washing up straight away but what i will see is like my leftovers and there's like a might be a rope and like that sort of like cold, cold roast dinner and it's like everything's all together it's just like, oh or like, oh, I'll have that roast potato. All oh, the gravy's still warm. I'll just dip that in there. <laughs> Which is gross, really. But I do love it. I... Why I'm <laughs> so festively plump, to be honest. <laughs> I've, I've definitely done the same. Um, yeah. Um, well, you know, I could go for our tradition in, in terms of my sort of Italian side of the family. And um, not just a Christmas sort of... Um, Christmas dinner item, they do it sort of any special occasion. Well, when we were younger, my nan would do it for any time we asked for it, but um, it, it, it became yeah. sort of more of a special occasion type thing. And it's um, it's called a cotoletti. And it's basically a very thin piece of um, chicken, like a chicken breast cut very thin. Um, and then breadcrumbed, yeah. um, breadcrumbed with loads of different seasoning and Parmesan cheese in it, loads of salt and pepper and all the nice stuff. Uh, and then, and then shallow fried. Um, it's a really crispy, um, nice. but then, but then juicy, nice chicken in the middle. Um, and because they always put mm. loads of Parmesan cheese in the breadcrumb, get that lovely salty, uh, lovely salty coating and taste. And that as, as a kid, you used to love that. My dad would make like three big platters full and it would probably take the most oh, nice. out of everything. And by the time the dinner had been served, most of the platter had gone. Because <laughs> people would just, any excuse to walk through the kitchen and just nick one while well, they were serving up everything else. When they're like, yeah. My nan chasing us behind with the tea towels trying to whip us on the back of the, you know, <laughs> trying to get us out of the kitchen. They, that would be like my favorite um, mm. thing. Um a lot of nostalgia attached to that one, but you know, very tasty at the same time. Um, yeah, that sounds good. And quite often, like for Christmas, my mum will bring that round, and um, uh, yeah, she'll make it up, un- not cooked, bring it round, and then we'll have it in the fridge for Boxing Day or something to fry up ourselves fresh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and that's one of them. You just keep going back for more, even though you're full and you mm. can't move. You just <laughs> I, I can always fit a little bit more in, fit another one in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's got to be on my list. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for that, actually. Yeah, it's tasty. Um, yes, right. That kind of covers us up for a Christmas episode this year. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's been good. Been, it's been good catching up. It's been good to have a chat. Um, just let us know everywhere that we can find the uh, this year's single. Yes, so it's on Spotify and Apple Music and the rest. 
Yep. Um, if you go to the Samuel Jones Christmas special on Instagram and Facebook, you can order a physical copy if that floats your boat. Um, and there's lots of cool video. There's a video for the song, which um, my friend Jake did an amazing job on the video. So his page is I'll invite Jake and he does art. Did he do your artwork? Oh. Yeah, the podcast logo, yep. Yes, yeah. And he's an incredibly talented artist and he's been a bit quiet on it. So I'm hoping to might be able to kickstart him with it again. Yeah. Um, and he, he did such a good job um, of the video and he sort of, we wrote a Christmas book together a couple of years ago. And so the video is everyone who recorded the song, but in that style. So like I'm Father Christmas. Yeah. And everyone else is, is the elves and stuff. And it's really fun, like the dogs in it and it's silly. And um, But yeah, so you can go watch the video. It's on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, every, everything is under Samuel Jones Christmas special. But yeah, so go and give it a stream. Get it on your playlists. Because, you know, need that, need, need that, need those zero, 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 zero point four pence. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, well, you know, you're going to be up against Fairytale in New York for number one, I imagine, this year. Probably let them have it this year, I'd say. For me, yeah, fair, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, my massive defeat on that one. They already had it, didn't they, beginning of the month? Hopefully it can kind of carry on. I think on. so. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because it would be very fitting. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it's not up against X Factor or anything this time around, is it? There's nothing like that anymore that kind of steals no. it. But yeah. I think, no. uh, I think that'll be fun. Um, okay, yeah. Brilliant. It's good to chat. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. We'll say Merry Christmas to everyone. By the time this comes out, it'll be like full swing Christmas time. Yeah, happy days. Um, All here for it. And we will, uh, as a podcast, we'll catch up with you in the new year or maybe slightly later. We might have a little break planned, but uh, I'll update you on the socials. Okay, cheers. Cheers, mate. It's late on Christmas Eve They should be asleep But they're lying awake Watching Home Alone Waiting for the snow to fall And Christmas to cool There's food out in the garden for reindeer It sparkles in the night And let them know that we're home With a head full of hopes and dreams Here on Christmas Eve Santa's not far away and they just want to know Do the reindeer know which way to go? And Santa, did you make it home Through the snow? And they just want to know Do the reindeer know which way to go? And Santa, did you make it home Through the snow? It's early on Christmas Day they should be asleep, but they're lying awake And then we all head downstairs And you can picture the scene When Santa Claus has been Then the girl looks round and she smiles To find presents wrapped up in bows She's never been so excited to find That he didn't leave her any coal and they just want to know Do the reindeer know which way to go? And Santa, did you make it home Through the snow? 
want to know Who puts up your tree at home And Santa, did you make it home Through the snow I got eight little reindeer who pull my sleigh One with a red nose who leads the way And magic makes the star shine bright up here And they lead us the way back home Where Mrs. Claus hangs a star in our tree And hey kid, I got your letter Merry Christmas, we should do this again next year They just want to know Do the reindeer know his way to go? And Santa, did you make it home Through the snow? And they just want to know Who puts up your tree at home? And Santa, did you make it home? Hey, Santa, did you make it home Through the snow?